Hello, good people. My name is Rich Matrix. I will be your host for the duration. I don't know how long this recording will be, um, but I know I have to make more recordings um, so I don't lose the three people that listen to me. Shout out to um, everybody that does listen to me. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, it's, I don't know if I got the microphone situated right because it sounded a little... It sounded a little funny when I just played it back. But uh, I would like to thank um, the United States, Alaska, of course, number one fans, I do believe still. Um, Jamaica, uh, been holding strong with uh, like three people. And um, Germany, El Salvador. Um, I'm missing a few because last time I checked, it was more on there. Like uh, United States of Emirate, I mean United Arab, United. Is it the United States of Emirate? United, not United States. Uh, damn it, I forgot your name. Um, also, uh, uh, it was some people. Oh. Um, I only have the latest people that been watching, so it, it only show me um like it only show me the recent ones. But it was other it was other countries. Um Malaysia, India. Shout out to everybody around the world that listens to me, my dog, my God, my nosy people for sure. Um, and that's it for the thanks. Uh, <clears throat> so the reason I'm making a show is because, right, I'll be writing down notes and then I don't make a show and then the notes, you know, become old. Like I, I haven't made, I haven't made uh, a show about the killing um, down What's his name, right? My brain is going dead now that I'm on, that you get on the show. Um, but I wanted to, I want to make a show about it, about the police killing um, a young man in Memphis, Tennessee. And they killed somebody up here in Akron. Um, and, you know, uh, that hasn't gotten the nationwide attention that I think it should get. They never even released the cops' names that did it. And the cops around Akron start, uh, stop, um, they start covering up their badges or ha didn't have their names on their badges. Like that should be against the law. You know, you're supposed to be able to identify a police officer and know their name and badge number, you know? And they haven't, um, and that's, that story has been swept under the, the rug. So I will be, um, speaking on that pretty soon. Um, and also, you know, on, you know, I know these stories get old, like I said before, that's why, you know, I have to make more shows, um, and be current with more current events, not just gossip or anything like that. Um, cause I never was supposed to be, you know, a gossipy show, you know, talking about, you know, I mean, current events is more gossip, you know, about what's going on today 
before, you know, it, it changes, you know, the headlines changes and people move on. And so uh, a lot of people, you know, make shows just for, you know, um, immediate consumption. Um, and I apologize for doing that in the past for, you know, it's okay for, you know, to, uh, to start off, you know, maybe five or 10 minutes of the show, but it's not supposed to be the bulk of the conversation. So anyway, um, I'm going to play, this is going to be an ongoing clip that I play because y'all have to understand how I came up with TNC and it's a whole lot of uh, ingredients that go into it. It's not just, you know, it's never ignoring getting goals accomplished, the nigga church, TNC. Um, but it, it comes from a lot of sources, you know. It's like, uh, it was like it was meant to be to me because um, Tupac was a prophet. I got that from him, the never ignorant getting goals accomplished. You know, uh, it's a song that he made uh, strictly for my niggas. I think was the first time he said it. Never ignorant, getting go to college. I think it was. I'm gonna have to play that song for y'all. But Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor started it off also. Um, I think it came. I think I figured I had listened to this before um, I even had the church or even had the idea of anything like that, you know. And um, the whole idea of the church. Is uh, comes from me getting high, you know, smoking that water, water. <laughs> I don't do that shit no more. But I think like drugs, you know, like you can't, you know, it's not moderation with drugs, you know, like you, it's called getting high, you know, it's like you got to come back down to earth and you have to uh, stay there, you know what I mean? Because everybody, you know, it's like, well, you can live in your own fantasy world if you want to, but like we live in a white girl's fantasy you know, propped up by her uh, gay boy, her gay brother, you know? So this is the world we live in. And in order, you know, like, I have to change the reality. You know, I have to change the way people think. I don't like the way y'all think. I told y'all that before. Um, I don't know if my voice gonna get any better with this water. You gotta talk more too. You know, I don't talk enough. Make enough shows to be, you know, totally comfortable. Like, Caucasians talk real fast. That's a big difference, like, um, when you listen to, like, Caucasians' podcast and you listen to niggas' podcast. You know, I'm not going to say black. Uh, brothers, sisters, my people's podcast, you know, um, they talk real fast, you know. It's like, you know, it's like, um, it doesn't, like, Willie D, D, like, I've heard somebody talk about how how slow Willie D talk, and I talk, like, I talk slower, I talk that fast or slower, you know, um, and I guess you just be thinking, you know, and it's like, you're supposed to think before you talk, so, like, all that gibberish, jabberish, you know, all that fast talking is somebody trying to sell you a dream, you know, but anyway, I hope y'all can hear this clip. It's like, I got a different little setup. I haven't been in my office in months, you know. I haven't made a show in my office in months. Uh, you know, I was doing a show with my um, uh, with Binky. Uh, uh, 
you know, we were doing that in in the, in the dining room so we could share the mic and things like that. So, you know, both people, both parties could be heard. The shows I did with my sister was done in, in there also. But, uh, you, like I said, I haven't been in my office. So, you know, I'm trying to get back to being a little bit more professional. I don't know. I don't need to be that damn close on this mic. So, let me play this clip. Long niggas out here than any place in the world. Every night pick up paper, nigga accidentally shot an ass. <laughs> How do you accidentally shoot a nigga six times in the chest? <laughs> well, my gun fell and just went crazy. <laughs> I think like niggas are the best of people that were slaves. You know what I mean? And that's how they got to be niggas. Because they stole the cream of the crop from Africa and brought them over here. And God, as they say, works in mysterious ways. So he made everybody a nigga because we was arguing over in Africa about the Watusi and the Buhadra and the Wotuhumo and, you know, the Zamunga, you know, we don't yeah, in different languages. So he brought us all over here, the best, the kings and the queens and the princesses and the princes, you know. You know what I mean? Shit, put us all together called one tribe, niggas. Bam. Right you know, man, you know, like, I, I used to go. Right. Um, I could, he go on, you know, it's about, let me see, how many minutes is it? It's a 10 minute clip, you know, um, I might play more of it. Okay. Um, I would like to say also, uh, I, uh, I, um, I brought a, uh, what you call like a converter box or something that allows you to record two people at a time, you know, got another microphone for when I do have guests, um, they can have their own microphone. So, you know, we don't have to be sharing. And I think a lot of times when I was making them shows with other people, I was, you know, like you can hear them more than you can hear me. So, Got another microphone. Um, I haven't worked out how to work it, you know, properly yet. I guess I just have to um, release the sound on my on my uh, on my computer or something, you know, integrate the sound together so both things can be heard. I was trying a little bit, but I haven't put much effort into it, you know. <clears throat> Haven't put much effort into anything, you know, my energy, trying to get my energy back, you know, and I have a prescription for B12. I got to go pick up tomorrow. So hopefully I can have, you know, more energy. You know, you don't think right, you know, when your energy is low and you, um, you don't feel like doing anything, you know, I'm not depressed. Like I know I've been depressed before, so you don't want to do anything and stuff like that, but I'm not depressed. It's just say like my energy be low and then my sleeping habits are horrible. And this medication they got me on give me the craziest dreams. Like I just be like and they be so real um that you know, I wake up and like it be in my mind, like, you know, it was like it was so it was so real. And like I know you you don't dream that long. So it's like thirty, you know, thirty 30 seconds, a minute or something. And it feels like it was going on for hours. So I apologize for my voice because <laughs> I feel crackly. But on with the show, people. Welcome to TNC. This 
is the TNC Network show. Um, as one, we are GP. And that would be that. Uh, what was I going on first? Oh, well, just to speak on a clip, right? You know, um, that Richard Pryor clip is very important to me. And that's all I have to say about that. So, on with the show. I named it, I didn't write down that many notes, <laughs> but I wrote down something because it was an idea um, that I've had for a while. And things I have to speak on, you know, um, to give y'all a lay of the land or however it goes. But victims, right? Um, niggas want to be, let me see, what up, brothers? Brothers, uh, my people want to be, my people are victims. Like, you, uh, you get a, you get a victim mentality. What I mean by that is that people, like, people like for you to feel sorry for them. You know, I, I, I see it on the other side also. It's the long, okay, remember this, people, you know, we are the shortstop and they are, you know, we, we get the, we get the shortstop. We're the shortstop. People bet the world bet against us and, um, the, the Caucasians get the long stock, you know, the long-term investment. That's why you have a, a million shows. I get tired of seeing um, Caucasians on TV. That's why I watch a lot of YouTube now. And I think a lot of, like a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of brothers and sisters. <laughs> I can't say brothers and sisters. A lot of my people uh, watch YouTube, uh, you know, the, the the black YouTube or the black Twitter they call it stuff like that. Uh, you get tired of get tired of seeing Caucasians every time I turn on the TV, and I noticed that like you know within my mind, you know we I could sympathize. You know you watching human beings, you know, but you're watching their story and not your own story, and they get to show you know every part of themselves. Uh, you know. Dealing with the animals, uh, scientists, you know, the murder shows. You work, you know, I, I told y'all before, you know, all three major, major networks spend a night talking about murder and talking about how somebody got away with the murder. And, and, uh, and, and you, you could put yourself in anyone, in anyone's shoes, you know, uh, if, you know, because you, because we are all human beings. But we don't get to see all aspects of ourselves, you know, on 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 TV. They only show, you know, what they the 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 nigga shit, you know, or uh, the super nigga or the, the ratchet or the ratchet, you know, the the worst parts of us, you know. Either either we're doing very 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 good, or you know, we are the scum of the earth. My thoughts are not all the way together. But, you know, the short stock is, like I said before, is about the world better against us. And they, they show the negative aspects of us. The long, the long-term investment, like, you know, the long-term investment is with, with Caucasians and, and you're showing 
you know, all aspects of a human being. So, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, you get to see people um, in, in different lights, right? And people, one thing we got to understand is that people, some people want to be bad. Some people, you know, we have people that, that they're bad against their own people. And they talk about, I think it's a dude that calls into the star star report and he, um, he, you know, I think he's black, but all they talk about is black people, you know, in a negative light, you know, like he said something today about, uh, you know, you need to bring, that's why we need to bring slavery back because Jay Prince, you know, went on a million dollars worth of game and he didn't even watch the thing. He didn't even watch it, but he's talking about how, uh, how ratchet or what's the word? You know, I had a stroke too, so I can't, my brain don't work that fast no more. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But he's talking about how people, you know, black people, uh, the messiness of, you know, uh, of, uh, Jay Prince, you know, talking about Offset and talking about uh, Quavo and the murder and stuff like that. And being a snitch, you know, he didn't say that part. But, like, he, my point is with him, he, you know, he talking about bringing slavery back, stuff like that. You have you have niggas that will actually say that out their mouth, you know. You know, shouldn't have never gave you niggas money, like Charlie Murphy say. Uh, and, um. What's his name? Rick James. But being a victim, blacks want to be, niggas want to be sympathized, like, uh, like have sympathy, you know, garner sympathy because uh, we always talk about always talking about slavery, like Jews, like the Jews don't talk like they they talk about from Jesus' time that they was uh, they've been discriminated against and been hunted and, and things like that and been demonized, but they don't. It's a, it's a different way that they talk about themselves, you know. And we talk about ourselves, like I said before, this country ain't 400 years, but ain't 400 years old. And we talk about 400 years of oppression. You know, we got to vote. Black men got to vote before women, you know, and we, we act like that we, that we, um, we are victims of um, every, it's, it's, it's all about what's, what's, um, was being taken from us or not given to us or things like that. It's like Master P been rich for the last, you know, since I was a teenager. We still talk about, I come from nothing. I come from this and this and that, you know, stuff like that. It's just people like that. And like, one thing I want to say, like, like Willie D talk about how, 
you know, people ran up north and, and people in the south stayed and they didn't run away. But all of y'all are, what a lot of it is, is that y'all just white people with black faces, you know, you think like them, you talk like them, you know, you use, uh, you use, you use tragedy, you know, to, uh, to big yourself up or to put uh, to put us down, you know, and I, I don't like that. I remember breaking my arm. Well, bro- I broke my wrist, right? I didn't break my wrist. My wrist got broken. I want to talk about this for a high second because somehow, like, I moved up on 153rd when I was 12 and a half years old. It was June, you know, after uh, sixth grade graduation. I came from my little neighborhood um, in the same, I've been in the same school for fifth and sixth grade for the first time. And I was somebody, you know, like I had moved from Park Hill over to Buckingham. And, you know, I still got to go to Gordon pre- um, um, elementary school. So I was, you know, I was there. I was, I was somebody, you know, um, I had my friends and things like that. Um, and when I moved up on 153rd and like my sister had just been born, she was six months. She was born in December. Like I said, it was June. So she was six months when we moved up on 153rd. Patrick, my little brother wasn't even born yet, but I had been doing good. You know, I had brought my grades up because I felt like, you know, I, my, uh, I didn't want to stress my mother out anymore. And be you know be bad in school because I always had good grades, but I had a had like uh, what they call the conduct you know the conduct side of it. It was always used and things like that. Um, and you know, but my academics was cool. You know, I was above average in um, school, and I had been I had been doing good. You know, I brought my other side up. I got S's right. It was used S's and. I don't know what else, you know, it wasn't A's and B's in elementary school, but I had been, I had consciously made a decision, you know, to be uh, more of the man of the house, you know, which I didn't, you know, like, I don't count with my mother. But moving up on 153rd, I had to start all over. And then these are kids that grew up together got brothers and sisters, older brothers and sisters, younger brothers and sisters and things like that. So, you know, I was thrown in the middle of the fray and, you know, I had to, you know, I had to fight, you know, thrown in the middle of the water, in the middle of the ocean. I had to fight my way back to land. But, you know, uh, we used to play football and stuff like that. And this older dude, he was a couple years older than me, but it mattered, you know, maybe two and a half, three years older than me, Michael Moore. And he was mad that I was doing good, you know, um, on a football, tackled him or something like that. And people, you know, how, like, I come from a neighborhood on 153rd. It was very, very, even though these niggas was raised, some of them with parents, most of them probably, you know, most of us didn't have fathers. A few of us did. But, it was very gossipy, very girl-like at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Just because I, I have all these memories now of how people act, you know, and how men act and how 
do that. And overall, I would say, like, um, it's men are not like, um, not supposed to be like girls, you know. I feel like, and even myself, you know, I mean, being raised by a girl, um, we get the wrong perception. You know, we supposed to be going, getting, going to Zen. You know, being a Buddhist, being content, and and um, and seeing both sides of the story. I used to be blamed a lot for not making up my mind. You know, or you know, when I had when I had a when I had my mind made up. You know, you couldn't change my mind for the most part. But all of that, all you know, all of that stuff that comes with growing up. I think that we grew up to be like chicks with dicks. You know, like, it's not just being, it's not, you're not supposed to act, you know, we're not gods, you know, and I think that's like, I think that's part of the reason and why we do think like this because of the Bible. You know, the Quran is not so much like that, you know, um, it doesn't, it doesn't give you that ambiguity of both sides and, um, and, you know, it tells you how to act and things like that. But it's more it's more girl like than um than than men like. Men are Buddhist, men are Zen, you know, that's how I, that's the best I can explain it right now, because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but I remember right, so he got mad. Michael Moore got mad, um and and he uh after the play was over, you know, I had ran the ball or however we used to play tackle in the yard between these two houses, the McLean's and I don't well, I don't know what the Ivanian and last the Bentons. Yeah. And um and so um he tackled me, he hit me basically, you know, uh after the play was over with and some by some freak accident it was a little pothole where a plant supposed to be and uh I fell with my arm behind me, so the weight of my body snapped my damn wrist in half. And that was on the first that happened on the first day of school. You know, I'm trying you know, you, you try to figure out karma. Like I, I stated that about me being a better person um for my mother and my little sister because like you think about like what, what I like what karma brings that about. Cause like my wrist got broke and that was the first day of school. So that fucked up, you know, my, um, ascent to being somebody in, in, um, in school because I couldn't fight. Cause I even, you know, got into fights with my cast on because people tried to play me, you know, so I got to fight with my cast on and it, it was lucky. It was my right wrist, not my left hand. So, you know, I could, you know, I could still whoop a little ass, but I couldn't fight, you know, totally. And it was all about, you know, uh, you have to, you know, you, you have to eat or be eaten or, you know, you, you have to fight people because they want to fight you. You know, it's not like you starting a fight or anything like that. Is that, you know, people don't like you. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm smart at it, a little boisterous, things like that. You know, I was, a, I had a personality. And, um, so anyway, you know, that fucked up my, that started my, 
messed up my first beginning of school. And then on my 13th birthday, uh, Boo, Carlos Morris, Carlos Morris, he, um, we got into a fight. Cause he supposed to be my friend, supposed to been, however, never been, never been my friend. Tauruses don't like me. Tauruses and, um, cancers. Should have stayed away from them niggas. But anyway, um, stuff like that, like knowing about signs, you know, that's all, that's all girl shit, you know, when like, that's not, it's not my job, you know, to judge people off their signs and things like that, a zodiac. But anyway, um, even if it's true, you know, but, uh, you know, I told him, like, don't throw my jacket no more, right? Him and Michael Moore, actually, you know, right? And Michael Moore was crying and all this stuff when when I broke, when I, when I got my wrist broke. He was so sorry and this and this and that. Then, like, about, you know, a couple of weeks later, he, oh, uh, yeah, you know, you know, he acting like he, he bragging on it, like he did it on purpose and things like that. That's how that went. He was raised by a girl, Barb, called his brother Barb. And all something wrong with all three of them motherfuckers, Dame, Michael, and um, the older one. I forgot his name. He was a weightlifter, like one of them people that could lift like 350 pounds, stuff like that. But, you know, um, talking about they, something was wrong with them because they slow. <laughs> not the fastest and not the sharpest thing in the toolbox. But anyway, they playing with my jacket. I'm trying to go home. I don't even know why they started playing with my jacket, you know. But anyway, um, you know, I told him he throw my jacket again. And I was going to punch his ass. And I hit him with my cast, I think. I might have, you know, he said I hit him with my cast. I don't know. But he picked up a stick because I had to cast him out. It was unfair. So it's like he was... He was eleven and a half years. He was younger than he a, he a year younger than me. So, you know, he um he was eleven and a half now. <laughs> he was eleven. His birthday is sometime in um I don't snitch I tell. He, I think he a Taurus. So he might have been eleven. I turned twelve or however that goes, right? I turned thirteen. So in October. So, uh, I hear him, we get to fighting and then he going to pick up a stick and it's these long ass sticks. And he, like, I was talking about his age cause he was about six feet tall at that time. He like, he grew up to be like six, 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 he like six, six, you know, um, big dude. Um, but I picked up a stick. You know, and um, we swinging at each other. However, and I hit him. I hit him. I hit him. Uh, no, I picked up a brick first. However, I should have just kept my damn brick. But then I picked up a stick. You know, and these are two by fours. They not sticks. I don't know what these things are doing in this yard, but they was long. And so I misjudged. He threw the damn thing anyway. I don't know if he threw it or he he had two of them. But I hit him inside, and then all I remember him talking about screaming "bastard," and um, and and hit me in my damn hit head. I tried to, I thought I got 
I thought I was smart enough back, but I wasn't. Hit me in my damn head that I still had a scar to to this day. And um, split my damn head open. I had to get six stitches on the inside, six stitches on the outside. You know, he dropped the stick and ran. Everybody ran, left me there. Bleeding on my calf. And I had to go home, look in the mirror, and I could damn near see my damn skull. So I had to tell my mother. And uh, went to the hospital and got the stitches and everything. Um, that's that story. Um, where was we going with that? But there was like, you know, like I don't, I didn't do anything. I, like my karma wasn't enough for me to deserve that at that time. I don't, you know, I don't believe this. I guess you call bad luck a string of bad luck. And it happened on my 13th birthday. And I, um, you know, you know, back then you believe in stuff like, you know, 13 being an unlucky number. And I guess it was for me. Anyway, people, right? So when I got the cast, you know, um, great. Going back to that part, because nobody care about the stitches. I mean, getting my head busted. But when I first got the cast, people were feeling sorry for me, you know. And I enjoyed that, you know. I remember, I remember, like, uh, wanting people to feel bad for you, especially, you know, like people felt bad for me because my mother was a certain way and stuff like that. And I, and I, I, I fed into that a little bit, I guess, you know, and like you, you want that sympathy and that, um, that, I don't know what you would call it. I mean, it's like that attention from people, like, you know, like people want attention one way or another, I guess if it's good or bad or, you know, and, when people feeling sorry for you, right? Feeling sorry for you is that that's a more correct word. Feeling sorry for you, uh, is, um, gives you a little sense of, um, um, not belonging, but feeling like, uh, somebody cares, you know, even if they, you know, they, even if they just feel sorry for you, you know, like poor baby type of shit, you know, you, you, you want, you know, you, you, you feed into that and it can, it can, um, become, it could become something that you always go for. Like women, like women get it like more than us, more than men. That's why I know men are not supposed to be chicks with dicks because, you know, only women can get away with, you know, having, that sympathy go on forever. You know, being a boy, being a man, you know, people ain't going to keep on feeling sorry for you. You know, like you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, stop crying. And I know we all human and I know we all cry and we all have feelings and things like that. But, you know, you have murderers out here that don't give, don't care about anything, you know, and that's men and women. So if, if that's the case, you know, there is something in you that can um, not not be a victim and not have people feel sorry for you and not be uh, that 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 individual or you know that type of person. Because like I remember um, when I first got my cast off and my you know my my arm was real little you know because you got to gain the weight back. It's been you know 
cramped up. I mean, it's been, you know, sealed up for, you know, almost two months. And it was real little and it was, it felt real fragile. So, uh, I found myself, uh, still wearing the cast, you know, and still getting some of that sympathy from people, um, from, you know, being a, a little crippled, <laughs> being a little crippled at the time. And I'm saying all of that is that that's how I feel how, you know, um, my people are, you know, we always, we got to bring up, you know, the sixties, we got to bring up slavery. We got to bring up, you know, all the things that's been done to us. It's like, I, like I've made this reference before. It's like, uh, your mama being a hoe or however a girl being a hoe, you know, right. Once they become mothers, like they ain't, you know, they ain't hoes no more. They're a mother now or, uh, people, um, you know, people, people, uh, people, um, people say, you know, I, I'm, I, I used to be broke, you know, I ain't broke no more, you know? And so you don't never talk about being broke no more. You don't never talk about, you know, once you grow up, you don't blame things on your childhood anymore. And I feel like, you know, even though Caucasians, you know, they are forever teenagers because they don't have to deal, they don't deal with the consequences of us growing up, us growing up and saying, no, you can't bully me no more. You know, we haven't grown up. So they don't grow up because we don't make them grow up, you know, and all we do is, is repeat the cycle. Um, and it just reminds me, you know, me breaking my wrist is, it's just like, you know, um, still, we still want that sympathy, um, you know, from, from Caucasians and from, and, and we, and we, we, you know, we want it, but at the same time, you know, we, we, we blame each other or it's a, it's very confusing. You know, and that's the whole point is like, I want to, um, start another dial another dialogue, um, because it's, we, it, I can always see things from the other side and I can, they can, um, and because of the society, ah, oh, man. I really do have to make more shows because I, I, mean, I have to write my notes out better. I just wrote down a few things and it's, it's a lot of things that be going on in my mind, in my mind that I guess, you know, once I start recording things like that, it's not coming out correctly. And it was mostly girls that felt sorry for me. So that's who I wanted to garner, you know, you get the sympathy from, um, you know, oh, you broke, you know, your wrist and, you know, you broke your wrist. Po baby type of stuff. But like I said, like, I still had to fight because dudes didn't care. And like, I'm saying, like, that's what I'm trying to say about, like, us. Like, you know, Caucasians don't care about what we've been through. And like some of them enjoy, you know, they, 
and we and we and every time we talk about it or every time Black History Month come up and we gotta watch you know my you know, my kids probably have seen the dogs attacking us from the fifties and sixties. Like that type of stuff shouldn't be shown on TV. All of these emancipation, Will Smith making, you know, emancipation. I would never see that shit. Um Django I like, you know, because it's a revenge story and you know and stuff like that. But all of these movies that just re-victimize us over and over again. And it gives it gives the new Caucasians, the younger generation, ideas, you know? It's like people I've seen this um this kid that be imitating imitating doctors. He, he imitated a doctor. He um imitated a fireman, something like that. Different things. He he got that from Catch Me If You Can because some other kid did it back in the fifties and sixties. So I'm just saying about repeating the cycle. And like when we you don't just repeat the you know, it's not just showing the sixteen nineteen project. That's some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we were slaves, you know, on the first boat. Like motherfuckers they didn't even have slaves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody everybody was a damn everybody was a slave, indentured servant, you know? All of these things that you just reiterate this and pass it on to a new generation to make them feel uh, inferior. You know, it's called, you know, like if you're a minority, then it, that's not supposed to be a weak word. It means there's more of them than it is of you. And then if you have, you, if you have your own people slate, you know, selling you into slavery, like, you know, oh, that might've been a few tribes and I'm, you know, stuff like that. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Willie Lynch is not true, you know? And I never brought that Willie Lynch story ever, ever since I read it, you know? And I read it, the whole damn thing for myself. And I'm like, this is some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? This is a white man's fantasy, you know? And it, like, this is what I'm talking about, like, we give people ideas that, um, that, that don't even, it might have been, it might have been two, three people that thought this shit you know, was, uh, me that thought this up and now you want to go spread it years later to, uh, a, 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 a 10 people, you know, and then years later, you know, 30 people. I mean, there's more people in the world now than it was before. So, you know, only 20, they say up to 20 people, up to 20% of Caucasians had slaves. Okay. 20% people, you know, rest of them was starving you know, moving out west because it, because they, because, because one, no, because the, the, uh, the, the ones that did have the slaves or however, they wasn't sharing. They weren't giving them no jobs, you know. They were starving. They had to move out west, right? The Dust Bowl. People, you ever heard of a mud pie, right? People, people had to deal with the, uh, you know, they had to tame the old, they had to tame the west. The Alamo, you know, the motherfuckers got killed. The Mexicans and things like that was killing them. And the Mexicans ain't nothing but the old, the Indians that they, they went south to get away from the Caucasians that spread diseases. The narrative, right? It's a story that we've been told. That we, you know what I'm saying? Like they say on the Game of Thrones, we, we tell ourselves over and over again until it becomes true. The sword of Aegon's throne. It's like my favorite show when I was growing up was Dukes of Habitat, right? And um, 
I like the Luke more than I like the Bo. Bo, no, I like the Bo and Luke Duke. Whichever one was the was the older one, right? I ain't, I ain't really particularly like uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, uh, hunkies, um, seems soft to me, right? And then they are, and they are sometimes the most, uh, the most, not you know nowadays they made them the bad guy. But they used to be, you know. The Christian looking, you know, they was a, they was the Christian looking boy, you know, the, the angel looking one. When did Jesus become blue eyed? You know, that's impossible. That that that's not true. You know, it's a lot of niggas that like it's, it's just you you are you are black. But you're white on the inside, you know, and you 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 judge, and they, we you judge your own people through, you know, white colored eyes, through Caucasian colored eyes, you know, judge us as a whole instead of you know as a minority, as people, you know, that uh, that are that that don't have the numbers as the as the other people. So how can you, you know, be on the majority side? You know, oh, you, you, I'm just an American. We all, we all need to get along. We all, you know what I'm saying? But it's called a minority for a reason. It goes back to the short stock, you know, shorten the stock, you know? And it's like, uh, it's all, you already have the Caucasians shorting our stock, you know, betting against us. And you have, you know, you have your own type of people betting against you also. And, and that, you know, that's why the short, that's why the stock's always, you know, um, what is that damn stock? Um, whatever. But I like, like, people, people, oh, I got, I got, I got 20 that they lose, you know? And you, you are betting against your own team. It's like me, you know, it's like I always go back to the, you know, uh, I'll be trying to make a reference. I mean, trying to make an analogy like with the Browns and, and um, people that live in Cleveland that don't like the Browns. It's like people, like, it's the same story of how Caucasians and, and, and um, niggas act. You know, it's like you you have a whole like it's like we are the uh, we are the majority like the majority are Browns fans. You live in Cleveland, um, and you know the majority are Browns fans, but you have this minority that are Steelers fans, and that's what niggas are uh, when it comes to uh, being on uh, Caucasian side. You are the Steelers fans of black people. You know. You bet, you know, you, you bet against your own city. You're always talking about, uh, you know, the Browns going to fail or, you know, and then when they do lose, uh, you knew that was going to happen and, you know, and, and this and this and that. And it's been going on for 30 years and, and it's never going to change. And like the season that we just, you know, the season we just, just had, uh, we went like seven and nine, not seven and nine. And, you know, you have people, oh, same old Browns and, um, you know, nothing's going to change and things like that. 
We we got this quarterback we paid all this money to. And people don't care, you know, people still find a reason, you know, to hate on the Browns. And you still have, you know, you, you have these Steelers fans and things like that. And it's the same thing. It's, a, it's an analogy, people. It's an analogy of how niggas are and how you bet against your own, your own, your own um, team when you talk about what black people don't do or how long we've been victims and things like that. Stop talking about that shit. Stop bringing it up. Stop teaching your kids that, you know, teach them the positive things, right? We have Black History Month, and then um, it's supposed to be about the accomplishments and, and all that type of stuff. Just saying, all right, I got another one for y'all. I said, like, this is the title of my book, if I ever get to writing it. Um, only my enemies call me black. You know, because I told y'all before, you know, calling calling one side black and calling another side white is uh, automatically, you know, putting us on teams, right? And you are you have you have a team with two people on it. You have a team with ten people on it. You have a full team. You know, it's like I said before, you get to see all aspects of, you know, Caucasians on TV, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so they are people, you know, but they don't show all aspects of us. They show, right, the two, they show the two players that we have. Either you, you know, you're either a super nigga or, or uh, you are lesser than, you know, and they, they, they don't, they don't, you know, and somebody got to be the quarterback. And so quarterback always getting tackled, you know. And the running back, you know, the running back, they, the running back, you hand the ball off to the running back, he might get a few yards, you know. And they're like, oh, look at him. He's so fast. He's so, you know, he look at him. He, he That's a, that's, that's a, uh, I forgot what they call football players. He's a, um, some, some, some negative term. But the, the, the black quarterback is always getting tackled because he got, you know, he got whatever the, you know, six six linemen coming at him at one time. You know, and he, you know, if he don't throw that ball or hand it off, you know, all, all the all the people see is uh, him getting tackled. And say, I told you there can't be quarterbacks, so there can't be this, there can't be that. You know, you train, you got you got three different cameras, right? You know. And all they show is the running back or the quarterback, but they don't show, you know, the uh, the, the the stadium are full of people that's watching all of this shit. These are analogies, so I hope y'all are following along. I do better when I just right make shit up as I go along because reading the notes, I don't know. But back to the stock stuff, you know, like they teach like you have to you have to invest in your stocks. You have to put the money in and leave it there. You know, you can't um and I learned this, you know, from from doing right, from from investing or trying to. But just the knowledge that I learned, you know, I don't have enough money to be investing in this shit because 
You have to leave it in there for 30 years. You have to leave it in there over time so it grows, you know, because it goes up and down, things like that. And, um, and, I, and I see that the market, like, it, um, it only grows, it only grows at certain times. Um, a lot, a lot of times in tragedy, you know, it either goes down or it goes real high and you, you know, you catch it at the low point and then you ride it, you ride it on up. And this is the analogies that we need for our people, you know, um, and it's not about more education or about more integration or anything like that. It's about how we think about each other and how we talk to each other and how, um, we 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 invest we we putting our money um in, into another team instead of investing into the Browns, right? It's apt that the team is called the Browns from Cleveland, Ohio, by the lake, because I'm Jesus, a form of Jesus. Um, I'm the sacrifice, not the God. Not not the son of God one, because God is a girl. So, you know, the the offspring of them would be a girl. I am the sacrifice that they, you know, that the women put up as a murder, you know, and tell you, and tell you, tell you my story after I'm dead. You know, I'll never get to live long enough to tell my story unless I hide and reinvent myself as Muhammad. These are, those are my notes, people. I guess I've been on here um, long enough to, you know, have a show. Um, I see, like, Lovely T, she be talking about how long she be on there, so I I, I think I'm going to stop doing that because it kind of... Um, and people, everybody does it, you know, they tell you, you know, tell you how long they've been on. And, and nowadays, you know, the show, everybody makes like two hour podcasts. So they talking to you and like, they talking to you, but they just waiting for to get to that two hour mark so they can say bye. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, it's a lot of stretching out of shows or, you know, things of that sort. And, um, I think I just, you know, I want to make my shows as long as I want to talk or have something to say and not just be filling in time. Um, I think, you know, that's a better way I want to go. Um, and not just be, you know, not looking at the clock, but I did look at the clock and I, 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 I finished my notes. Last thing I want to say, I have another analogy. It's like I watched some of the Grammys last night. I watched, yeah, I watched some of it. And how they had the tribute to hip hop and everything like that. And, you know, it supposedly started in the Bronx. They say it started in the Bronx. It's like white, like hip, like, um, like how New York treats uh, hip hop as it is theirs. It's the same way Caucasians, you know, like how Caucasians treat America. Like, you know, like they started this shit and, you know, and it wasn't like it was other rappers or, you know, Muhammad Ali was rapping. Like, you know, how you, you know, 
Muhammad Ali was rapping back in the fifties and sixties. He from Louisville, you know. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Blondie, you know, say that she made one of the first raps, uh, you know, on track uh, in one of her songs. And so you have like this. It's not like once a, it's like um once an idea is put out into the atmosphere, um, people 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 uh, innately um, uh, think of the same thing. It's like a story about the boy monkey. They figure out how to uh, grab a rock and um, bust open a, a, a coconut. Or use or use a rock as a tool to um, to feed itself. Um, like I, I don't have a better word than a coconut right now, or a better analogy. But it was one monkey that did it, and then they say that all the monkeys all over the island started doing the same thing. So it wasn't that that monkey invented it. You know, it's like we once we we put ideas into the atmosphere, or we think of things. We are, that's how much we are connected that somebody else thinks of it also, you know, and it could be two seconds after you thought about it or 10 minutes or 10 years or however it goes. But people, this is how much we are connected, you know, and this is how far that we, we don't, we don't, how much we don't think about it or how far we have gotten away from our connectivity to each other is that, you know, oh, I made this up or you stole this from me and this and that. And it's just like going back to hip hop. Um, cause before I heard, before I heard anything from New York, I don't know where these guys was from, but your mama was the first rap I ever heard, you know, and these two guys going back and forth talking about each other's mama. And it was a rap. And then the hard, the hard, the hard, uh, was made, I think by a white guy, you know, and I used to just listen to that over and over again, listen to your mama over and over again. And this was before I heard anything from New York, you know, and, um, never, you know, never thought I could, you know, it, it was, it was the New York people that got the first chance to, uh, to, for their verse, for their voices to be heard. And like I said, they are like, they like the Caucasians of hip hop where they act like, you know, that they, that they made this up or they invented this and, Watching the Grammys, it was you know it was very New York centurated, centurated, um, orientated, you know where you know you get all these props, but like you know they had Scarface on there, but like they said they didn't have Willie D on there, they didn't have E Forty on there, they didn't have um, N.W.A. You know it was like you know uh, they didn't have A Ball M.J.G. You know um, the South people. A lot of the, you know, a, 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 you know, the, the baby and um, little baby or whatever his name is, and gorilla, you know, like that's not the South, you know, like he, he bought MJG, you know, made a flawless uh, CD, a flawless tape back in the day. Um, Coming on hard was raw, but top of the world was flawless, you know, um, flawless. Uh, like uh, EPMD, you know, they made they first like they uh, they first CD was flawless, you know. That was New York, 
but you have you have I'm from Cleveland, you know, and we used to be, you know, everybody used to come. We had because you don't have your own, you know. After the New York influence kind of left, you know, we we went all over the world uh, with um, with who we liked, you know, NWA, like I said, NWA Ball, MJG, you know, um, and the South is all the same to us. So you know, um, the Ghetto Boys, you know, um, that that E Forty, you know, I ain't like E Forty when I first heard that shit. But my dude, Antoine, he liked it, you know, and he put me on to, uh, I think it was called The Clips. Before the uh, before the brothers, um, they, they had a tape or a group called The Clips or something like that um, from from um, from the Bay. And, you know, I've been listening to Too to Short since I was in 10th grade, you know, Um with that long ass song he had, what was the name of his song? He fucked Nancy Reagan. Freaky Tales. You know? Been listening to that, you know. Um what was his name? I mean Damn, hold on a second. I can't remember. Um nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Uh, what's his name? Damn it. All them dudes on the West Coast, you know, West Coast took over for a long time, you know, before Snoop Dogg, you know, ever existed, you know, you know, we had, had a whole lot of listen to everything that came out of uh, the West Coast, you know, everything that came out of the South. What I'm saying is that, you know, uh, Cleveland was, you know, susceptible to all of those styles and all of those different types of, uh, I used to like, I I used to like um, po- poetic teachers, poetic teachers. I think it was called. You know, you had a lot of conscious rap that came out of New York also, and like you had conscious rap. You know, that was in New, it was in on the West Coast also, uh, and things like that. And it's like my point is that New York. And you can see, you know, they act like they act like the hunkies of hip hop, you know, that that it, it all it, that it belongs to them, and that they, you know, that you know they deserve the most credit, but that's not true, you know. You don't deserve the most credit, you know. Hip hop is a melting pot, like America, America's supposed to be, you know. And we always say that melting pot type of thing, but you know, you have your different fractions, you have your gangs, you know. And all you niggas out there that play for the white gang, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame in my uh in my Game of Thrones voice. You know? It's like I don't even get to enjoy T V like I used to because it's you know, um it's Caucasian based, you know? And like even our like we got we got 30 years of movies now that you can watch, like Tubi, and I and the recommendations that TV give you or recommendations that YouTube give me, you know, they even they know I'm a nigga, you know what I'm saying? They want they always recommend, uh, you know, black stuff, you know, and I don't even, it's not even, I I don't want to see, 
like it's, and it's a lot of ignorant shit, you know. And I don't want to see a lot of ignorant shit all the time, you know. I, I I watch Ben Shapiro, you know. I listen to him sometimes. I watch uh, Fox News, you know. I listen to Joe Rogan. I mean, he he's got, you know, he used to be more. He used to be more um, neutral, but you know, the white boy came out of him, you know. The Caucasian came out of him, but he's supposed to be Italian. You know what I'm saying? They they only they only Italian, they only Irish and all that other type of shit when they putting themselves against niggas, you know. But you know, they they so 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 called proud of their heritage, you know, unless you know, unless 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 the hunkies call them, you know. Oh yeah, I'm 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 yeah, you know, yeah, white man's guilt or you know, uh male toxicity, you know, where does that come from? Shit like that, you know what I mean? Like I said, like we live in, you know, a white girl's fantasy world and her gay, her gay brother. Right. I heard, um, I didn't hear, but, um, the Microsoft girl, Bill Gates' daughter, right? Got her, got, got her, uh, a black man. Um, Adele got her a black man, you know? All of these commercials now are of all these uh, mixed families, you know, one way or another, black guy, white guy, you know, but it's all mixed families now. And that's all cool and dandy, you know, because, um, you know, the quicker the world gets, but it's all, but it's still, all you're doing is raising brown faces with, with white attitudes. And like, that's not, that that doesn't help anybody. This is like women taking over, but they acting like uh, toxic males. That they so, excuse me. They acting like the old hunkies of the fifties and sixties. Um, that you know they used to treat women a certain way. Now you treating men a, a certain way. And then then they they got their bodyguards. You know, chicks with dicks. And that's how I see the world, and that's the part that I speak on, and. Um, I gotta stand by myself, and I gotta write. I gotta write some books, and so, and so uh, the two or three people, right? My Willie, my my Richard letters, you know. Uh, have two or three people believe in me, and then ten years from now, have you know a few more. A hundred years from now, have a thousand. A thousand years from now, well, shouldn't take that damn long. You can change the world, you know, within a hundred years. You only take a century. People only live that people only live. That's why people only live that long. And all they do is pass down, you know, what they were taught before. You know, ignorance. And a lot of it is ignorance. You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, smart people don't last as long as dumb people. But they kill off they kill, they kill smarty art niggas, especially like me. You know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Megar Everest, you know, they poison you like Richard Pryor, like Muhammad Ali. And then it's like people say, you know, um, people that, that supposed to be, you know, start off on, 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 on the black side. They figure out that they can't win, so you know 
they don't call a truce or they don't stop, you know, they don't stop playing the game. They just switch to the other side. And that's why, you know, I, like I said before, I don't know which one is worse that, you know, that we call them white or they call us black. Because both of those are fallacies. Both of those are not true. Like I said before, you know, the little white girls coming for her black man, you know, and and the brother don't even care no more, you know. Like he, they just want like they they want the power. A few of them, like not not the majority of them, don't care no more because they got their own. They got they they want to be with their own kind, and and it's not their kind is not women. You know, and like, so, you know, you have 50% women and then 20% of chicks with dicks that gives them majority, you know, I hope my analogies be good enough for y'all. Cause these are just analogies. Um, that's all like, that's what I'll be making. I'm not, some of them fit, some of them don't. Anyway, that's enough for me. The shoulders are starting to hurt, so I know it's time for me to go. Um, I appreciate anyone listening to me. My God, my dog, my nosy people, all the people around the world that are far and few in between, I appreciate you. I will try to make more shows, um, you know, at a regular interval so I can get back more comfortable, right, you know, and um and give y'all more clear thoughts as I've been trying to do for the last three years. I always like I I can't I've been saying the same damn thing for three years talking about, oh, you know, I'm gonna get better. <laughs> I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna I'm gonna chop more. I'm gonna stop saying know what I'm saying. But I hope that the things that I do say ring true or, you know, get through to the one or two people that are supposed to, you know. Um, and hopefully my words will live on after I'm gone and people, someone will pick this up and, um, carry it on to the next station until next time. People peace as one, we are GP. This has been a TNC network show and I'm out. Hold on. California is a real state because they have laws for pedestrians. You know, like you cross the street, they have laws for pedestrians, but they don't have laws for people at night when cops accidentally shoot people. I mean, they accidentally shoot more niggas out here than any place in the world. Every night you pick a paper, nigga accidentally shot an ass. <laughs> How do you accidentally shoot a nigga six times in the chest? <laughs> well, my gun fell just one. And I want y'all to hear this, right? Because he's saying California, you know, um, I'm going to play this whole clip. You know, so uh, I hope I hope that you uh, that it's about a ten minute clip. So I, I want you to listen to it, and um, that's it, people. But he's talking about California, right? And you know, all the things that LA been through and and what goes on out there now into this day. You know, this is a man talking about this in the in the late sixties or the seventies. You know, um, and it hasn't changed. You see what I'm saying? And this is what I'll be talking about is that we shouldn't have so many people 
playing for another team and, and, and your team is still losing and you think that you can just sneak on to another team like they don't know, you know, they don't know what you're doing and they don't appreciate, and they don't, they don't even want you like, you know, unless you like, a, it's like being a football player for um, a black football player for a white owner. You know, all these owners are, are Caucasian, but 70, 80% of your team is black. You know what I mean? And this is how it is when you are, when, when you d- downgrade your own people or blame your own people for things and, 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 and it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Cause you're not doing anything for your future. You're not doing anything for your kids, you know? And you claim you, you know, you claim you love your kids or you claim, you know, when they first born, you know, you want the best for them, but you, but you don't do anything to help them, um, in the world. You don't do anything. Pedestrians, you know, like you cross the street, they have laws for pedestrians, but they don't have laws for people at night when cops accidentally shoot people. I mean, they accidentally shoot more niggas out here than any place in the world. Every night you pick up paper, nigga accidentally shot an ass. <laughs> How do you accidentally shoot a nigga six times in the chest? <laughs> well, my gun fell and just went crazy. <laughs> I think, like, niggas are the best of people that were slaves. You know what I mean? And that's how they got to be niggas. Because they stole the cream of the crop from Africa and brought them over here. And God, as they say, works in mysterious ways. So he made everybody a nigga because we was arguing over in Africa about the Watusi and the Buhala and the Wotuhumo and, you know, the Zalunga, you know, in different languages. So he brought us all over here the best, the kings, the queens, and the princesses, and the princes, you know. You know what I mean? Shit, and put us all together called one tribe, niggas. <laughs> No, man, you know, like, I, I used to go to church and shit, like I was saying, but black people know God personally. Any wino, you meet no God, right? Or Jesus, at least, right? Jesus Christ! Shit, man, he live over there in the project! <laughs> shit, tell me. I know peoples. I study peoples. See, I used to be in the FBI. I'm the first colored person ever in the bureau. J. Edgar Hoover appointed me personally posthumous. <laughs> That's right. He wanted somebody on the railroad to guard the Mexicans. <laughs> See, because nobody in the bureau at that time could speak Mexican talk. See, I spoke to them. They'd be, I would go, I said, what you say, motherfucker? <laughs> they tell me. <laughs> Don't call you black, you a Negro. You sound like kids in school. You ever do a little dudes and get mad at the motherfucker, right? You be dumb. Uh, say it, black boy. Say it, man. What you mean, black? Baby, I'm cut it. I don't play that shit. My parents was like that, you know, because in my neighborhood, you know, there used to be some beautiful black men would come through the neighborhood dressing African shit, you know, really nice shit, you know, and they'd be, peace, love, black is beautiful. Remember the essence of life. We are people of the universe. Life is beautiful. My parents go, that nigga crazy. (laughs) I used to love going to the meetings, though. When you get down, I got ultra black for a while. The brothers be rapping. I never knew what they were saying, though. But the brothers be having emotion. You see, the first thing you got to know is about eating pork. Now, you eat a piece of pork, you don't realize the supplications of this individuality's prospect. What the man trying to lay on you through porkitis you will not understand because the trichinosis of your mind could not relinquish the thought of individuality. You know what I mean? Once you get a job, nigga, be respectful. <laughs> you know, this is the age of class. 
Now imagine if we've been, you know, like this in the sixties. He doing this in front of all, a lot of white people. You know, Richard Pryor is. Richard Pryor was a prophet. Um, you know, if we would have embraced, if we would have embraced the word, because like you said, you know, I'm cutter, right? And then you know, I'm Negro. Um, you know, then it goes back to being black again. You know, they don't even say African American no more. You know, everything is black. You know, uh, it's black and white again. You know, and like I said before, you if we always say if we say black and white, then it's always going to be opposite teams. You know, like like he said, like niggas are the best that came over from Africa, and and I believe. You know, in my hearts, in my hearts of hearts, that niggas left Africa, Africa a long time ago, right, to get away from ignorant ass other black people. We was like, you know, I'm not saying that we was over here twenty million strong or anything like that, but it was smarty the smarty art niggas, uh, been left Africa, you know, uh, four five hundred years ago. You know, a thousand years ago, you know, they didn't just like the uh, the Bronx and New York didn't invent hip hop. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Hunkies didn't invent America. You know, that's my point. I'm going um, to let this play. Right, they gamble different. You know, very quiet life. 2,000 on the five. Oops, I missed. Gosh, you is. You know, niggas be talking about, Hump, baby. Shit, bet I'd do it over time, time. <laughs> Say that, nigga. Bob, bet the ball. Off time. Shit, boy, I'm trying to make me some money. Boy, I'm hungry to hold me. Shrub Jesus. Shit, God. And one like my other point is this, you know, uh our comedians, you know, Dick Gregory, you know, Dick Gregory, Eddie Griffin, um David Chappelle, Cat Williams, you know, like if these would have been you no know, if they would have been our preachers, you know, we'd be a lot further on, you know, because we make you know, it's like our the the most truths that we say is you know while making a joke you know things like that and it, it it um we have to grow up you know we have to stop making you know jokes of ourselves you know uh even telling the truth you know it's like I don't know I was I was a serious child you know like I could be goofy and things like that but I was always more serious you know than um other people my age. And that's a minority in itself, you know. It's like being the type of person I am is a minority anyway, you know. I have, like I said before, I have a lot more in common with 90%, you know, of Caucasian men than I have uh, with women, you know, because we are two different species. You know, a man is a man, you know, a woman is a woman. These are two different you know, two different things, but, you know, we, we were put against each other, you know, uh, and, you know, just cause we come from different mothers. So we were put against each other from the beginning. Also, you know, your mother, you know, your mother care about you. She don't care about the mother kids down the street, you know? intimate setting it's not a whole lot of you know it's like it's not a, like a theater or anything like that it's like a club you know he, he up there um acting out acting out the uh the skit you know what he's saying everything like that um i just you know i wish that we had uh more like i told y'all you know i could be i could have been a comedian now i see that 
uh, or even, you know, now just writing down the things and putting them into uh, a format, you know, and, and um, getting on stage and telling people those little, little short spurts of what I want to say. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, you could talk about all, you know, I could talk about all the hunky stuff that I want to like that. If I was a comedian, you know, they get away with talking about white people and, you know, and people, you know, they laugh at like people laugh at themselves or, or, you know, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know, but it'd be a whole, it, it'd be true, you know, and it's, it's true in a not funny way, you know, but, you know, we make it funny. Um, and that's the only way they listen to us, you know, and it's not like, you know, I'm not, I'm funny, but I ain't no joke. Right. Morning.
they always call it nigger night because white folks go out about 8 and leave and go home at 10 and leave it to the niggas because it gets thick. <laughs> they can't handle it. You know, I mean, too many niggas, that when they find out niggas could talk other than do-wah-ho, they got scared to death. You know, like one day somebody said, nigga, talk. Well, motherfucker, I've been wanting to tell you something. I beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> now, niggas got handshakes here. If you don't learn the handshakes here, niggas change their shit all the time. You know, like, you be meeting niggas. Hey, bro. But then niggas had, six months later, the shit done changed. You know what I mean? Be all down here. Hey, and if you don't do that, you ain't no nigga. Dude, but you ain't black, motherfucker. You didn't know how to do. <laughs> Hold on, they got a commercial. That's it. All right, people, I'm out. Till next time, peace.